Welcome back, my fellow cornhole addicts, to another episode of the Big Asp Cornhole Podcast. I'm Sean, and as always, I'm joined by my not-so-little brother, Dane. What's up, man? Hey, no, I take offense to that. I've been called a delicate flower before. If a delicate flower were a big old fat tree. You sound like it today. Yeah, sorry everyone, I am a little congested. Maybe the allergies are hitting? Come on, spring. Yeah, we'll go with that. Sure, yeah, or I'm just sick. Well, to make you feel better, let's uh, kick things off. Let's uh, let's drink a little bit. So what are we sipping on today? To heal my ailments, I am trying the Anti-Hero IPA from Revolution Brewery, brewed out of Chicago. It's fantastic, and Shawnee, you're actually sipping on the Hazy Hero. We're feeling awful super today. We are. Um, same brewery, Revolution Brewing. You guys uh, have great product. Out of Chi-Town, the windy city, if you will. It's pretty good stuff, Drink man. Drink it up. For sure. All right. So, we have some more audio gold lined up for you today. Another fantastic gold. episode, if you will. We're going to be chatting about a certain hot topic that came up just a few days ago where a particular bag company decided on a method to combat or, I guess, control the market. So, we're going to give our thoughts. Dane, the registration for the Cleveland National event was open. Oh, man. And then over bef- yes. with, like, a blink of an eye. And then at the end of the episode, we're going to be joined by the founder and owner of Cornhole Addicts, David Abate. So, oh, yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Fantastic episode. So, just a quick update to the best of the bags bracket. First of all, thank you everyone for who's listening. Yes. Thank you everyone who's been voting. Um, it's It's been way more it than we ever expected. insane. It's been pretty crazy. So we rolled into the round of eight. Game Changers ooh, ooh. dominated. I think that's the biggest landslide margin of victory so far. But my number one pick, Pro Advantage, Advanced and Survive. That's all. It's the name of the game, God. man. Ultra. You, I mean. Name of the game, Come man. on, Ultra Nation. You guys pay thousands of dollars for one bag at a time. You but couldn't there, even give them a vote. There's some big matchups left. Currently, we have the Kill Shots 357 up against the Ultra Vipers, which ironically are both my bags. So I'm going to lose one of them. Don't worry, my strategy is gonna work I at the end. I have a feeling. All and right. then you have your RPGs, boom, up against my Dragon Bag Infernos. You, you forgot Nationals winning RPGs. Thank you. I'm sorry. The National winning Kill Shots RPG. Is yes, that correct? That is the correct. full name yeah, now. The full okay, name. Okay, yes. Sorry. I didn't mean to put some respect on that name. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Austin Rayner. That'll oh. be hard to fit all of that on the bag. But yeah. Try your best. <laughs> So be on the lookout. Um, coming this weekend, we are going to post the final four. Oh, pretty exciting stuff! Pretty exciting stuff. But before we get into all the riveting content, Dane, we actually uh, we played some cornhole this weekend, man. It's actually cornhole that I'm proud to speak of for a change. <laughs> so this Saturday, this past Saturday, we played in the Cleveland Regional Tournament. And we've mentioned this before on the show that you know we've gone and we're playing in the competitive division, but we've been middle of the pack. But, Dane, this weekend, we threw pretty freaking well. We did, yes. We finally. Did. Yeah, we had... Uh, I thought we finally clicked as a team again. Like, it's been a, it's, it's been a while since we... You know, the, the Bloody Marys and five beers before 10 a.m. really helped. It, it definitely did not hurt. Yeah. 100%. I felt like I finally found it again. Like, for whatever reason, I know I've been talked about talking about how it was kind of in a little bit of a rut. I felt like something clicked in that first game, and... Um, I don't know if it, the bags had something to do with it, but we threw with the kill shots, 357s. I freaking love those bags, man. I really they, do. They, you know, they are a nice bag, but you know what? In all honesty, Sean, I think you found your game at the bottom of a Miller Lite can. That's, yeah, that could be true, too. That could be very true. <laughs> but we ended up going second in competitive doubles. 
Uh, oh, won yeah. a few games in advanced uh, advanced doubles. You had a nice run in advanced singles. I did, yeah. I had uh, Put some know, big name off. guys on yeah. the ropes there a little um, bit, so I was really happy for you. I faced off with Cito Soto, you know, good friend. And, uh, you know, he, he didn't have his best game, but I, I, I got him on that one. But then I had to roll right into Eric Anderson. Dude, had I had a heck of a match against him. It, the place was buzzing a little bit yeah. when, you, when uh, people kept looking at the score, and it was uh, pretty close all the way through. But Eric, you know, being the seasoned vet he yeah, was, he, finished it he out. He had and... some shots at the end there, and... Yeah, he gave me credit, which Eric, I greatly appreciate it, because I was I was thrown very well, and you know he he let me know that I almost gave it to you, but you know maybe next time I'll I'll bring it. And then you had like an hour long match, it seemed oh, like with Colin yeah, Miller, Colin who's Miller. A, another great player from our area. He's actually a newly BG sponsored player, yeah. Colin Miller. Um, but yeah, you had a, you guys went back and forth. Yeah, I was trying not to watch because I don't like you know what I mean like, but I was I was definitely watching everything. Dude, I was I was so in the zone. Or aka drunk that I didn't That's know true. what the hell was going on. Secretly, I was kind of hoping you were going to lose, <laughs> just because I really wanted to go home and we drove together, and I was sitting, sitting you know, there by myself. For the record, everyone, we we always talk about you know maybe the wives not being the happiest <laughs> with us going. So I want to shout out both of our wives. Oh, for sure, Valerie, Sean's wife, Amy, my wife. Thank you for giving us a full day on Saturday to go out and just play. I definitely think that had something to do with our success. Oh, for sure. Weren't worried about what we had to go do later. Nope. And um, Stress-free day. Yeah, so so ladies, thank you very much. I know you might not enjoy it as much as we do, but you'll learn to love it soon, I promise. So one of the, the common themes we've always talked about in the show is the community of Cornhole. And one of the reasons that we had never been like really – done that well at kind of at the regional tournaments and competitive is because we we always had to face off pretty much against the same like two or three teams we went five well we also went five regionals facing the champion the first round correct that didn't help either but this weekend we finally beat two teams that we had never beaten before yes and i wanted to shout them out not just because we beat them but because they're pretty much some of my people like, they're seriously some of my favorite people they're my favorite people to lose to ever yeah jason and tim jason shumney tim hugert I love you guys. Yeah, you guys are awesome. You guys were gracious in defeat. You guys were cheering us on afterwards. I don't know where our playing ability came from all of a sudden, but um, but we, we love playing you guys. Absolutely. Shout out to Jason, by the way. Jason is a local plumber. So if you're in the Cleveland area and you're looking for a plumber, reach out to me and I'll, hit, I'll hook you up with Jason. He's awesome. He's going to be doing some work at our house. So thanks, Jason. Fantastic. Nice plug there. And then the other one is uh, Julie and Wade, uh, Wade Clay. Just really nice people. I think it was the first time I ever got a hug before and after. Yes. When we won. Yes. And, you know, it's sad that we only we only ever see them at regionals. I know. But they're really about, good people. Do you know what area they play out of? I don't. I, I, I don't. I want to go see if everyone there just hugs all the time. I, they're I, just seriously the sweetest people. So if you guys are listening to this, we we love throwing against you guys. You're really good people. Class act. So um, I just wanted to shout those guys out because we love playing against them. And, Absolutely. And, yeah. And we won. So it was cool. We did win. So... <laughs> Yeah, that that keeps a smile on our face, but that's okay. Okay, so I guess like our takeaway, just as us playing, t- is the the first thing that came is we played very smart. Yes, we tend to be ultra aggressive. We tend to just shoot at, shoot an airmail. If it's there, shoot it. We did not do that to, on I Saturday. It, I think a lot of that had to do with us not because we didn't throw the three fifty sevens as much. Correct. So we just felt more comfortable with a push shot. Yeah. Um, the boards were very slow. They were. I think that played to our advantage because we were able to throw it hard. We talked pretty much through every episode how 
I had been throwing it lighter. Well, my original toss was I used to throw it low and hard. Well, yeah. And then I went away. Yeah, Yeah, I I went away from it just because I saw everyone else using faster bags. And I was, at first, I was a little bit successful. But this weekend, we played with a slower bag. I told Dane, don't listen to me. Let's change it up. Let's play with something slower. Let's see how it does. And it worked out. So for us, don't play dumb. Seemed to work out. And then the other one is we are never out of a game. That's there true. were three games. So we ended up going through the loser's bracket, winning seven games in a row and ultimately losing in the finals. There were three games in a row that we were down by a minimum of 12 points and we came back and won. Against Julian Clade, we were actually down 19-4 to four or something like yeah. that, and we battled back. Came all the way back, yeah. I remember looking at you during the game like, hey, we have nothing to lose. Like, yeah. why, why are we – let's just play loose. Let's Honestly, just go. Though, but like – in that game, neither one of us, like, we, we weren't flustered that we were down that big. They're, they're great throwers. Oh, no, that's I mean, what I'm saying. And it's not like we were playing bad either. Yeah. They just, I mean, they just got hot, and we took advantage of the right times I mean, when they, they finally had bad rounds. back and forth, like, four Correct. straight rounds. I mean. So, don't play dumb. We're never out of it. I think that should go for everyone, especially in doubles. If you yeah. trust your partner, and sometimes you just find yourself, you just got to kind of hang on. Just stick with it. You're never out of a game until they're at 21. Yeah. And that's why I love this sport. Absolutely. You got to get to 21. Okay, so moving on from our cornhole experiences this weekend. All right. Even though I I, I want to keep talking about it because I know it, it felt, was a fun one. It really but, was. But you know we'll save it for when we when we win nationals. That'll be even more fun. We'll talk about that in a minute. But before we do that, so our first, I guess if you want to call it a hot topic, I wasn't going to talk about it. I wanted to talk about it, but then I didn't want to talk about it because the dog cast brought it up on their episode. But you know what? this is this is bigger than us or the dog cast. It is. It's a pretty big topic, so I feel like it's only fair for us to give our opinions. Absolutely. Because who knows, maybe they're wrong. And maybe you were. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to find <laughs> out. We'll have to find out. But really we wanted to bring it up because the topic was sent to us by Chris Zoling. So shout out to you, Chris. Thank you very much for uh, hitting us up. Yes, absolutely. So the scenario set up, right? And I'm sure everyone that's listening kinda knows, but Ultra announced, okay, that they were going to be releasing limited edition Vipers again. Now, the first time that they released it, I believe it was right around $90. Mm-hmm. You got a set of four bags, black and gold, and then you also got this Ultra uh, the shirt. Ultra Viper t-shirt, right? Yeah. So, if I get it. You raise up the price a little bit, you get a t-shirt. All right, that's fine. No problem. Well, this weekend, they decided to release them again, but for $125. Now, there, if you want to see... Just some raging people. Uh, I mean, go check that post out on Facebook. My God, were people angry. It was entertaining to read, though. And when I first saw it, I commented on something about... I basically said, raising the price, is that really going to drive the market down? And that was just my initial knee-jerk gut reaction. When you first saw that, what were you thinking? So, I mean, it kind of... It took me aback when I first read it. I was like, man, same way. $25, but... By the way, this beer is delicious. Sorry. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, I agree. But, you know, looking at it, though, like, Ultra, they're a a smaller company. You know, I read that post that he was, like, explaining their situation. You know, I don't blame them at all. I don't blame them for throwing that bag out there. If they think it's going to help combat, you know, those crazy prices going out, sweet. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, like, eventually they're going to have to grow and, and fill people's needs. Otherwise, it's just going to keep going up. And well, you, I want you to say the point that you, you said earlier. About and, and I will. And I and this is kind of what brought me to this point is I started thinking about it. Let's say I owned Ultra. And people and I saw everyone else buying these bags and selling them for 200 bucks. And I'm selling them for $60. i am not going to lie. I'd be, pre- I'd be pretty pissed. I'd be getting kind of annoyed. 
And I know a lot of people are mad at Ultra for charging for $125 for a bag. But listen, they make Lamborghinis, right? They're not cheap. Not everyone can afford a Lamborghini. So should Lamborghini just all all of a sudden just make their cars for, you know, the price of a Kia, 15, 20,000 so everyone can have it? No. If you can afford it and you want them, go pay the company that puts in the hard work to actually make these bags. I agree wholeheartedly. All right, so and that's kind of where I was at. I had a knee-jerk reaction at first. I'm like, and it wasn't even that I was mad at Ultra. It was the fact that I was like, is that strategy going to work? And I was trying to play it out in my head. I'm like, I don't know if that's going to work because the only people that I thought were going to buy them were people who their sole goal was to buy them and resell them. But I'm like, well, no, because if someone's going to rebuy them for 200 why wouldn't they buy them for 125 It's exactly. still cheaper. Yeah. So I started thinking, and I'll admit I was wrong. My first response was wrong, so I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? Hats off to you, Ultra. Do whatever the fuck you want. It is your company. If you want to charge $200 for a set of bags, charge $200. Yeah, and if people are buying, how are you wrong? If you make the best product in the world and people are going to buy it, you can charge whatever the hell you want and people are still going to come. All right? So you do what you want. Don't listen to all the haters. Personally, we like your bags. We like them a lot. Yeah. Me, personally, I'm not going to pay $125 for bags because there's other bags for less that I also like, but it doesn't mean that I hate on you for charging no, more than everybody know. else. You keep rocking you, do your own thing, and uh, again, like just not you can't make everybody happy. I think that's kind yeah, of the moral of the story. Exactly so that kind of goes hand in hand with Dan. What do you think about the people who are, let's say, they're they're just buying these bags, right? They go on to the the ultra website when they do this limited release, and they're like 125, no problem, I'll buy a set with zero intent to ever throw these bags or use them just to resale. What do you what do you think about that? Me personally, like being being a fan of the game, I don't agree with that. If you're gonna buy bags, throw them. Now, I also have a set of all side drunkles that I don't ever plan on throwing. But you know what? I like the artwork, and I'm just gonna keep them. Yeah, yeah. You know why not? Um, well, no. If you're gonna keep them, I get it. Like if you if you're just a collector and cornhole bags just happens to be the thing that you collect, yeah. There's no problem with adding something to your collection. I'm talking about the people that are just buying it just to resale because they know they can make money on it. Yeah, and like I mean, I, I again, I don't, I don't agree with it. And honestly, like the 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 raffles and you know people reselling at a high price. I mean, that is preach. That's I mean, that's part of the problem. But I also want to say, like, to the cornhole world, we brought this on ourselves. And I know I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here, but like, we are. I guess our inability to be patient for the bags to come out I agree. Is, no, kinda, I do. is kind of putting a damper on everything. Like, I always hear people complaining, like, oh, you know, so-and-so company's taking me three weeks to get these bags. Guys, most of these companies are small potatoes, and, like, they're getting hundreds of orders in a week. Like, and this happened, Cornhole blew up, it seems like, overnight. Dogcast made a good point, just to touch on that, yeah, not to cut ahead. you off. No, Dogcast made a really good point about this earlier today. These bags are made... In America, all right? The Damn U.S. Right. of A, okay? There's not 25,000 five-year-old Chinese kids making these bags, pumping them out, all right? There's just not, all right? There's no sweatshops. These are hardworking guys, maybe 10, 15 for, like, guys like Ultra, all right, that size company, that just happens to make a killer product that everybody wants. They're doing their best to get it out there, so be patient. I think it does. I think that's a great point. Just as society in general. Not yeah. to get too preachy again. I'm sorry. I'll get off my soapbox here in a second. But instant gratification is a huge thing with society. I think that's one of the reasons why, again, Reynolds has been so successful. They make a great bag, hands down. No no question about it. 
But when you can order a bag and you know that you're going to get it that same week, man, if I'm between two bags and I like both of them, I'm probably going to lean that way. So yeah. I do think you're right. I think that that whole thirst for instant gratification is a big part Absolutely. of it. Now, now, Cornhole World, I, I want you guys to hear this. All right, so patience is a virtue. I, I know it's a cliche statement, but it has a ton of truth behind it. Um, we need to remember what this game is all about, and that's the alcohol and the camaraderie, <laughs> but mostly the alcohol. As we're drinking beers. All right, bags don't make great players. Beers make great players. Preach. Let's make Cornhole great again. Get everyone wasted. Let's forget about these stupid raffles and throw the bags that you you have readily available and just have some fun. We don't have time for this this stuff going online and crying about bag prices. If you don't want to pay for it, don't pay for it. Correct. Go out, slug a beer, forget all about it, and throw some bags. Correct. All right, I'm off my soapbox, too. All right, yeah, that's, that's, again, that's too serious for us. Yeah. Let's I kind mean, of move on. All right, so jump into alcohol. a brand new topic. Yeah, I mean, the key of that was just drink, <laughs> and you'll have drink. Drink, all your problems go away. So, Dane, we are now less than a month away oh, from the Cleveland National, the second national event for the ACL. I got, I got like half a chub right now. Oh, I went six to midnight, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so we're fortunate enough to be able to secure a spot that we wanted to plan. Okay, so we're gonna be playing in Crew Cup with our Hitman buddies. Oh yeah! All right, shout out to Isom and Shane. We're expecting kind of big things. Like we want to do putting well. That, stop putting all that pressure on us. I just, I'm just confident now. Like if we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> second and competitive in Cleveland. <laughs> we're gonna just destroy everyone. Anyways. Let's go. And then a big decision for us, okay, and we've been kind of mulling over this for several weeks. We decided that we're going to play in intermediate doubles and intermediate singles. After talking to many upper-level pro players around the area, we asked their advice. It's going to be our first national event. What, what should you do? You've seen us play. I don't know if this is why they recommended it to me. <laughs> when you <laughs> put it that way, play. it sounds so bad. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that. But they recommended, you know, it's your first event. I will go intermediate and then just see how you do. If you do really well, then you know that you've kind of, you're ready to go at the national level at that competitive. So we just decided we're going to play intermediate, but there's this weekend for us is more about just playing. Yeah. I want to just soak it all in. This is my first national event. We're going to be doing tons of stuff with a podcast. Again, we're going to talk about this in a minute, but there's going to be so much other stuff going on that I don't want it just about being success on the boards. I just want to take it all in, meet new people, and have a good time. I mean, play, playing and everything, I mean, that's that's why we signed up for it. But i, I got to be honest. I think I'm most excited about meeting everyone. Like, yeah, that's what I'm I saying. Mean, there's yeah, always yeah, people yeah, I correct. keep talking to and stuff, and I cannot wait to just, like see their face, talk oh. to them in person. That's, what the, that's why this game's great. It's going to be awesome. Dane, 100 minutes All right, is <laughs> all it to took me. to sell out the original opening for this national event. And I remember some people like from out of town had been messaging us and be like, Hey, um, do you think we should register right away? And I told them I, I, we are yeah. like, I was playing, I was there seven forty-five, ready with the app open. As soon as it opened up, I registered because I had a feeling it was going to go quick just in our regionals alone. Okay. On Saturday we had 160 players. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that many. But when you consider how many people weren't going, and this is going to be an even bigger event, people are going to be willing to travel, I knew this thing was going to get big. It's going to blow so up there's fast. going to be almost 1,000 players at this event. I, I'm just so so excited to see that, that many people who love the game come together in one venue, get along, play the game we love, and just have a good time. 
Yeah, and I'm I'm sorry, we're not gonna have like a thousand hats to give away or anything. No, 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 so no, no. Yeah. we'll have some merch, but my Ooh. god, like that many people. Whew. Only if you're nice to us. Beer helps. Beer does help. <laughs> it does help. So Dean, I know I saw immediately, all right, when they first opened up the thing, they closed it after, you know, I think it was like nine forty, they're like official before, statement. Before some people were even awake. Did you feel bad for the guys that didn't get in? Like the West Coasters that didn't like it? I'm gonna lean in real close to the mic. Okay. No. Because <laughs> how many times did you wake up at 2 in the morning to register for the, or to try to get the ultras, but the Vipers See, and yeah, Widows? That, that's exactly my point. I got my Widows because I woke up at 2 in the morning to sign on and get those bad boys. If I can do it, you guys can do it. I don't feel bad. I mean, I, I mean, there's other nationals out west, I guess, you know, wake up in time for those. It's uh, first come first serve. I mean, ACL is great enough to yeah, add a and bunch I'm happy, of and I, I'm happy they did. I mean, I so it sounds like a lot of people that were on the waiting list got in. So I'm happy for everyone that got in. Even if you don't come in and you're within a reasonable distance, there's still going to be a, like a lot of events happening. Oh, yeah. There's tons of sit and goes, and from what I heard, it there's just constantly things going on. You can still go and play and watch and have and a good beer. time. Yes, there's beer. There's a, a theme to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> just. <laughs> Come and drink some beer and watch some cornhole. So, other than our scheduled, you know, playing events, okay, Dane, we have a challenge to prepare for. This uh, is perhaps the only three games, potentially two, hopefully for us, it's only yeah. two games on a good side, that I care about all weekend. And that is the Big Asp versus the Dogcast Best of Three Showdown, which is going to be Saturday after singles. We don't know exactly where in the venue. We don't know exactly when, but we are going to be posting on social media. I think it'd be cool if we got like a little bit of a crowd going for it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Now, they're playing a level up above us. That's their mistake. That's Correct. Okay. Correct. <laughs> so, super crazy excited about that. Now, what? here's a question. Shoot. What? What time do you think intermediate singles will be finishing? Because I will be in the championship. Well, it starts at 9. Okay, so, so what one? All right, right. I guess maybe a little bit. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be lucky with with everything going on. I'll be I'll be lucky to wake up in time for intermediate singles. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> so getting to that. So on Saturday, after we do our little match, we're gonna go pretty much directly from our match. And we're going to record a live episode. Yep. So we're going to do, I think me and, we, me and Brendan had like about a two hour, I guess, conference call, if you want to call it. It may be two minutes of actual planning. And it was like two hours of us just bullshitting about random stuff. Yeah. Getting... And now everyone that's listening, me and me and uh, Donnie were not a part of these uh, conversations. Not that you weren't invited. You know, I was busy. Yeah, exactly. So, so I just want to let you guys know if it's, if it's not funny, it's because we weren't a part of it. I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do the collaboration episode. I'm really excited. Um, it's going to be a blast. I mean, hands down. And then throughout the episode, we're going to try to grab different pros. Um, we started reaching out to some people who are going to come on for just short segments. Absolutely. Kind of just feel it out and just have fun while we're doing it. That's all. I, I think that we're just going to kind of just talk about our experiences at National and everything. It's going to be a good time. Heck yeah. And then... Um, Brennan actually posted today on the DogCast Facebook page. He created the event. So on Friday night, after doubles is all over, I think like 8 or 9 o'clock, we're going to be meeting at the Arcade Bar, which is the bar that's attached to the venue where Cornhole's being played. 
we're going to have kind of like a meet and greet, I guess if you want to call it. Yeah. Basically come drink with both podcasts and we want to meet you guys if you guys want to meet us or just hang out. We just, figured let's just post to the masses where we're going to be. We're going to be at the bar. Huge shock, I know. So come find us. Uh, find the event on Facebook. We'd love to meet you guys. So that'd be cool. Just, you know, don't don't grip anyone's hand too hard when you're shaking hands, Sean. You need that for Saturday still. I'm going to try not to. All right. So moving on now. It is moving now up. plug time. Shameless plugs. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, Dane, we have a very special plug time today. Yes, we do. Dane, we have sponsors now. Oh, we're moving on up. Moving on up. I wish I had the song right now. <laughs> <laughs> and not just any sponsors, but sponsors who we truly feel reflect our show and that what we kind of wanted our show to be about, and that's increasing the love of the game and having fun. Absolutely. Okay. So our first one, we want to give a huge shout out to Cornhole Addicts. All yep. right. If you haven't checked them out, it's an awesome site. There's tons of great products and information for players of all skill level. You can check them out on all social media platforms at Cornhole Addicts. Their website is cornholeaddicts.com. And on the website, you can look at gear. You can actually find our podcast now located under the media section. And you can read some interesting blogs, which I highly recommend if you're a new player getting into that. Yeah, you can learn a lot. You really can. So it's really cool content. And perhaps you're even going to be uh, finding me or Dane writing a few blogs here in the future. So, yeah, if it's anything that's misspelled, it'll definitely be from me. Yeah, for sure. But that's okay. So, Cornhole Addicts. Yeah, absolutely. And Excited to be a part of it. Dude, it's, that's, it's awesome. I've been going to their site for yeah, me too. now. Yeah, it's like, really cool. So, I'm really happy. It's going to be a great... Um, they're going to be great sponsors. Really happy to represent them. We're going to do the best we can. Absolutely. And then, Dean, what's... Uh, I think you're pretty excited about the oh, next one. Man. I think we both are. Yes, we so, are. So, Dean, who's our second sponsor? Our second sponsor... Thank you to Pat Campbell of PJ McIntyre's in Cleveland, West Park area for sponsoring us. Um, if you guys don't know where they're at, they're located right at Cam's Corner. Um, Which is West Park, Ohio. Yeah, West Park, Basically Ohio. Basically Cleveland, suburb of Cleveland. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Sean, this is definitely like a home away from home oh for God. us. How many times have we been at this place? How many times have we forgotten we were there? Yeah, that's true. That's, Our yeah, house exactly. probably off for sure. Yeah. Um, they have awesome food, great drinks, great entertainment. I mean, every I think every like night or every week or weekend night. Yeah, for sure. Like Friday, Saturday, yeah, correct and stuff. Um, and you know, everyone there is just fantastic. Uh, so all you listeners coming out, uh, coming in from out of town for nationals, uh, check out PJ McIntyre's. It's a it's about a 10, 15 minute Uber ride from downtown. It's well worth it, especially if you like the Irish pub setting and stuff. It stays uh, traditional to a sense. Um, so I know we were going to talk about trying to maybe have some people that are coming in town Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. They've been reaching out to us asking where they're going to go. I was thinking about, hey, meet us after work on Thursday at PJ's, grab some food, grab some dinner, and then we could probably head over to Cedo's yeah, tournament. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, grab some more beers, watch some good cornhole. Um, just while we're on that topic... If you are looking for something to do Thursday night, reach out to Cito Soto. I don't know how many spots he has left, but he's having a cancer fundraiser cornhole tournament. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to play in it. We work too late for us to actually get there yeah. on time. But we are going to go up and watch and kind of socialize and stuff. And he said it's an open event. They're going to have raffles and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. It's at uh, the Hilton, I believe, right? Downtown. Yeah, the Hilton downtown right on Lakeside. Beautiful. Side, it's, it's where me free, and my wife got married. It's, yeah, seriously. It's beautiful. It's a great great, venue. great bar. Yes, a fantastic so, bar. So check that out. So and shout you know, out to you. If, if you guys are coming in a little bit later on Thursday, stop up at PJ's, see us, and we could just kind of, you know, 
take a bunch of Ubers out that way. For sure, they absolutely. See what's going down. He said it's right in the front front lobby when you walk in. Yeah, I believe. this so, be cool. Like, you, you can't miss it. For sure. So, I guess that kind of wraps up. So again, thank you to Cornhole Addicts. Thank you to Pat Campbell and PJ McIntyre. We greatly appreciate it. We're going to do everything we can to repre- re- represent you guys well. And um, so, yeah. So next episode, we will be doing another bag review. Oh, yeah. Just like episode three. So if you need a refresher, go back to episode three. So we're going to be do- reviewing some bags. It's either going to be three or four sets of bags. We haven't decided quite yet how we're going to break it down, but we're definitely going to do a bag review. I love doing them. Because it means I get to throw new bags. Yeah, I'm really they excited. Might, they might be my favorite episodes. For sure, like, for I sure. I love doing bag review episodes. And so we'll, we'll, we'll get several bags, um, and we'll be excited to give our humble opinion. Absolutely. And then real quick, well, one last shout-out to Revolution Brewing uh, out of Chicago. Again, we're sipping on the Anti-Hero IPA, and then Sean's got the Hazy Hero IPA. Um, man, they're they great beers. Um, so cheers, everyone. You know, go see uh, Revolution Brewing. For sure. And to find us on Twitter, we are at Big Asp Cornhole and Dane on Facebook. Big Asp Cornhole Podcast. Awesome. Give us some likes. For sure, for sure. And thank you, everyone, again, for your participation on the Best of Bag Bracket. Be on the lookout this weekend for the Final Four. Oh, yeah. So, next up is our interview with David Abate. He's the owner of Cornhole Addicts, and you won't want to miss it. It's a great interview. We find out kind of the background of why he got into Cornhole, why he fell in love with it, and why he decided to start up Cornhole Addicts. So I'm excited. Yep. So, as always, we hope you throw it straight, and it's nothing but four baggers from here on out. Cornhole it. Later. Welcome back, Cornhole friends, to the interview on the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. We are here with David Abate, the owner and founder of Cornhole Addicts. David, what's going on, man? Hey guys, how you doing? Doing well, we're doing well. Hey, thanks for uh, agreeing to be on the show. Awesome. No, thank you for having me. Hey, so uh, we wanted to uh, we wanted to kind of start off by talking a little bit about how did you get into cornhole? Just tell us kind of your journey through all this, and uh, we'll kind of roll off of that. <clears throat> okay. Um, I mean, I guess I started playing about three years ago during uh, the league. Uh, out in Sterling, New Jersey, and um, just kind of got a love for the game, got addicted, and uh, I don't know, I, I, I do websites a lot, um, and so I just kind of thought the next step would be to create a website for Cornhole, and when I first started it, I started doing... Um, I started to sell shirts and stuff like that, and I was always looking for that little niche, that little kind of like something different. Um, and that's when I came up with the, um, the profile, the profile of the professionals. And I started out with the ACL pros, and then over time just kind of branched out to uh, also include the ACO guys. And so, um, yeah, it's kind of how I got started in it. Got my foot in the door with that, and then just kind of hooked up and started selling some merchandise and different stuff. So, uh, so tell us, when was the first time you ever picked up a cornhole bag? How, how like how long ago was it? Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to go with two to three years ago. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. on the timeline, but I have to say it was about two or three years ago. You know, like I say, I kind of got involved with a league with some really 
high-level dominant players in New Jersey, which was, to me, a great thing. Um, kind of made me the player I am today. And me and a couple of those players kind of branched off and started our own little league out in Hunterdon County. Okay. Very nice. So it wasn't long after you started playing do you really got the itch and kind of got hooked yourself? <clears throat> Absolutely. I mean, listen, anyone that's ever picked up a bag, I mean, is, is definitely a, already addicted. So how, so how did you come up with the title Cornhole Addicts? Is it just what happened to you yourself? You started playing, you got addicted, and you're like, hey, this is really catchy? Yeah. I, you know, I started looking around for great domain names, and, uh, you know, it just kind of it just kind of hit me one day. Um, yeah. That's, that's kind of how it happened. I mean, it's definitely catchy. Now, are there any plans for you to start a support group based on that name? Because I know several people very close to me that might need that at some <laughs> point. One might be sitting directly to my right. Which, yes. It's definitely a good idea. Um, but I think <laughs> that the entire, the entire, uh, ACL, ACO, every cornhole player in the world would be a member of the uh, support group. That they would. For that sure. They would. For sure. So let's go into a little bit about um, the website itself, okay? Talk about, can you go into a little bit more of why you wanted to create these player profiles? Um, yeah. You know, there's nobody out there really showcasing the professionals. Um, I thought it would be a good kind of like thing to do to give them their own profile to kind of showcase them as a player. They can showcase their achievements through their careers, um, you know, how they got started in the game, and as well as, like, their sponsors. Um, you know, I kind of look at the, the website overall as being focused around the beginners. So, you know, people who don't know much about Cornhole that are looking to get in the game and maybe they've seen it on ESPN, and they're like, oh, look, you know, uh, you know, Tito Soto, I, w I wonder who that is. And they just, you know, you Google it, and then Cornhole Addicts comes up, and it's got, like, this, you know, this little profile of a guy and, like, you know, just some personal questions, some about his life journey, um, and just how he started playing Cornhole. And then I just think that people, people can relate to that when they see stuff like that. I mean, for me, just getting into it and really getting hooked, I used to, I loved going to the website and reading the player profiles. And I can see, like, oh, hey, they started playing in the backyard too. Like, they're, like, they're no different. You know what I mean? And they just happen to have a really good skill at throwing a beanbag at a board. I mean, that's, that was cool. And I love how you have them, their skill levels, right? The one thing I've always been interested in when they, is that their own rating of themselves? So, yeah, I always tell them uh, with the skill level, just have fun with it. You know, there's, there's a guy on there, uh, Jay Rubin. He was one of, my, one of my first profiles. If you look at his, you will see he utilized the skill uh, skill set very well. Um, and it's not just a matter of what percentage you throw in airmail. You know, yeah. have fun with it. Like, uh, you know, maybe a... a Smack talker on the boards 100 percent of the time, or whatever, whatever the case may be. But um, like somebody like Jay Dotson or something like that, who would be just talking, could be 100. percent Yeah, exactly. You know, have fun. I love it. 
you know, you don't have to like, I'm, I'm not looking, you know, a lot of people are always afraid. Well, I don't want to say I'm the best air mailer. You don't, you don't have to do that. You can, no. you know, you can utilize that any way you want. Yeah, so we, lo- we love it. And we love the, we had mentioned a little bit during our episode, the blog section of the website. I think that's really good because I, when we were first getting involved, I loved reading about it because I was so enamored about every aspect of the game that I just wanted to fill any void I could. So any articles you guys were posting about, um, you know, practice and um, how to change your stance and what kind of bags are appropriate. I was reading all that kind of stuff and eating it up. Who is this year, who's kind of like your, your target audience? Are you going more towards like the players, beginning guys, or do you want to eventually have everyone, you know, coming to the website? Do you want higher level content stuff as well? I mean, that would be the ultimate goal because, I mean, we're all cornhole addicts. Um, right now, I think my target audience is definitely the beginner. Um, you know, I have to thank a couple of people coming up when I first started. Um, you know, there's a couple of people who wrote some good articles for me, like Joe Polkowski. Um, I had Chris Lozonico write a couple of Lance Thompson. Um, a couple of guys just writing some great content for the website. And, you know, now it's mostly me. I got a couple of people here and there who like to write. I even have a couple of pros, like Nick Schaefer. Um, he wrote an article, and now he wants to write another one. And, you know, I kind of encourage anyone that maybe wants, like Jake Forley wrote an article. Um, anyone that wants to write an article, I'm more than willing to post it. And I give 100% credit to anyone that writes anything. But as far as, like, high level, um, yeah, I mean, that might be, yeah, I would probably go for that. But in all honesty, my target audience is beginners, you know? I got you. It's, yeah. it's guys who are maybe transitioning from the corn bags and want to get into the double-sided bags and want to learn about how to stand and... Maybe they're going through a cornhole slump and they don't know how to deal with that because no one ever does. But you go on there and I got a great article about the mental aspect of cornhole. And it's so true because we all listen, just like we just played league night the other night. And, you know, how do you go from throwing two double four baggers to not getting one on the board? It's the whole mental aspect of the game. I, yeah, I can't agree with you more. We, yeah, we it's, saw it. it's a question I still can't answer. And Saturday we went and we did really well in regional, and then yesterday was our league, and uh, let's just say it was a forgettable night. Hey, so. For the record, we started <laughs> off hot, all right? Uh, I got a little sleep, maybe a little sick. Yeah, it's awesome. So I like I said, I, I love the, all the content on your on your uh, on your website. One of the things that I recently saw that you were posting about was the speed scale, which I think is a fantastic idea. Absolutely. One of the biggest questions that somebody always asks you when you have a set of bags, or oh, what's the speed like on those guys? And you go to the website, and everybody's very, their numbers and their scales and their ratings, everything's a little bit different. I think it's outstanding that you're trying to consolidate that. Yeah, so... Originally, when I did the article a couple of days ago, I originally just took everyone's speed scale and stuck it on there. Um, I have to, I'll give credit where credit is due because I'm pretty sure the guy who gave me the idea is listening um, or going to listen. 
he said, why don't you consolidate it into more of a sheet? And so I came up with that idea kind of yesterday to throw it all in a sheet. So if you wanted to like, if you're looking for the slowest bag, you can literally pull that sheet up and just scroll down the sheet and it'll tell you the manufacturer, which bag, which is a one, which is, you know what I mean? And so it makes it a little better. And like I say, being that the site is revolved around beginner, um, it makes it so much easier for that person to just go to this sheet and see the speeds of the bag. Now, I still need some bigger manufacturers like All Cornhole and Reynolds to get on board, get me over those numbers so I could add them in. Um, and, you know, there's a couple, there's probably a good five or six other manufacturers that I've reached out to and just said, just give me the numbers. I don't even want the images anymore. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, the sheet I made it looks pretty good. I think it looks good. I think it kind of represents what I was going for very well. No, I think it looked great. I really do. I, and I think it's the content that's going to be used quite a bit. Absolutely. I feel for for players of all levels too, because you know a lot of I, I kind of feel like seasoned players are starting to look more for the faster bags and stuff. It's a great way to just, it's, it's a great scale just to see which bag maybe you want to step up, especially if you're like into a specific bag maker and you might just not know. And just pop over to Cornhole Addicts, it's all right there. That's the best way. Yeah. And another thing, another cool thing I saw on the site too is you guys do, you guys do jerseys and the turnaround time is pretty fantastic on those, I've heard. I, I do. I, I work with this company. Um, you know, that's kind of another, I have to say, another little niche I got into, along with the player profiles, are the custom jerseys. So not only do we have a great-looking jersey with our logo on it, but I'm willing to customize the back of it. Um, customize meaning, you know, your name on the back. I'll put your league logo on the back. You know, if you have a couple of sponsors, I'll throw them on there as well. Um, and, yeah, turn them on time. Right now I'm looking at around between seven and 14 days turnaround time, which I guess in this that's crazy. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. That, oh, that yeah. Nuts. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's, I mean, that's, that's awesome stuff. And just the customization itself, um, like I say, we're only in the second week in February, and I've probably already this year alone uh, sold between 40 and 50 jerseys, which is just crazy. I saw several of them at the Cleveland Regional this weekend, so I know it's going well. You sure did. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see how many see how many you see at the uh, at the next national. Uh, we'll we'll try to keep a tally here. Okay, I'll sneakily s snap some photos of people, <laughs> maybe in like compromising positions for you, and we'll awesome. start posting them up. It'll be fun. So, David, let me ask you. So, let's say so. This is a newer venture, right? It's been how long? It's been going. How long has the website been up for? I have been doing this for about six months now. Okay. So five-year plan. But where do you see this venture going five years from now? Uh, that, that's a tough question. Um, I know that's why I ask it. We ask the hard <laughs> ones. Ideally, ideally, I'd love to be the go-to place for everything Cornhole. Uh, okay. But... It's, it's a lot of work on me. I also own my own business, so it takes, you know, Cornhole Addicts. I, I hate to say this, I hate to admit it, but 
you know, my own business has taken a hit because, you know, you, Cornwall is so much fun and it's so addicting that I find myself spending a little bit too much time on it. <laughs> yeah, tell my wife, all right? <laughs> She'll feel like there's somebody else in the country that she can relate to. <laughs> yeah. Almost like, you know, rather than making the big bucks, I'd rather make a couple of dollars and do something I enjoy like Cornwall. So, uh, but aside from that, you know, I'd love, I, I have a guy who helps me out. His name's David Bromley. He lives out in Virginia. It's kind of a long ways away. I don't really, I never really met the guy. It's kind of a funny story how we hooked up. But, um, you know, aside from that, he helps me out wherever he can. Um, hopefully someday down the road, you know, he helps me out a little bit more or whatever. And we take this thing, you know, as far as it'll go. I mean, asking me a five-year plan is, is a, that's, that's a long shot. I don't even think that far out. Well, we, we absolutely love the site. Um, we announced on our episode today, you know, as well as on Facebook and everything that, you were our first official sponsor, so we greatly appreciate that. Yeah, first of all. Thank you for taking a chance on us, and I know me and you had a quite a long conversation a few days ago, and um, it seemed like our visions were kind of the same, and our aims to just do something positive for the game that we've you know become addicted to is uh, is very similar. So again, we greatly appreciate the sponsorship. We're going to do everything we can to you know to to make you guys proud over there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make you blow up so big that. <laughs> I just want you to. I want you to hear my my words. I, I I take this to heart every day. If if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So maybe this thing could grow into you know being the full time thing. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, if if I were to say like down the road, I would love this to be my full time gig. Um, and that could be a little far fetched. Um, but you never know. And never and. Know. For you guys, like I understand, I'm sponsoring you, but I think we kind of like work together. You know, I think that's one thing in in this industry is that you know you always hear people talking about cornhole families, um, and I think we're all in this together, and we all got to look out for each other. And so I'll support you guys, even though I'm sponsoring you. I'll support you guys in any way I can as well. We appreciate that. We really do. Definitely. You know? So, we want again, we want to thank you for coming on, okay? Um, everyone that's listening, go check out CornholeAddicts.com. He's on all the uh, major social media sites at Cornhole Addicts. Go check it out. Check out the prices of the jerseys. The He sells cornhole bags. Um, uh, you could find our episodes on the, in the media section. Uh, he's got great blogs. So again, it's an it's awesome content on there. We're really happy to be uh, partnered up with you. And uh, thanks again for being on the show. We greatly appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. I'm definitely looking forward to partnering with you guys and uh, and, and exploding both of us. Awesome, absolutely. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. All right, catch you later. Thank you. <laughs>